You're now listening to the AZs and Root Bruce podcast, brought to you by Blessed to Death. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you're now rocking with the best. You listen to the AZs and Rupus podcast. This is your boy, Raynell Jamal. I got my brother in the building. Who's in the building? This is your boy, Jay Davis. Yes, sir. You can reach me. Uh, first, how's everybody doing? Hope that everybody's well. Um, if you want to follow me, I am on Instagram and Twitter under the handle J.A. Davis I.I. That is I. That is me. How you feeling today, bro? Feeling good, bro. This is your boy Raynell. Hit me up at R A Y N E double L J A M A L. That's Facebook, Twitter, and IG. You know what I'm saying? Hit up the podcast at A Z S R O T B R E W S P O D A Z Rupus Pod. You know what I mean? We there. Connect with us. Vibe with us. Tribe, what's good? How's been? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, everything is good, bro. What about you, man? I can't complain. Yeah? I'm good. You know, holidays. Yeah, it's here. What's, what's good? What's goody? Well, we just celebrate Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. How was yours? Mine's is good, man. It was real good. What'd you do? Um, well, I went to my my lady cooked for the first time. Okay. Yeah, so it was just me, her, um, her brother, and her brother's fiance, and she cooked. You know, she invited me over her place and she cooked everything. You know what I'm saying? That's amazing. Yeah, it was fun. It was good, man. She did a good job. Everything was good. But your lady know how to cook, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it was good, man. It was good. It was it was fun um, for, for us. We was just kicking it. And then usually my mom does um, a Thanksgiving dinner for like our immediate family on Fridays. Got you. So that's like usually the time like when my family get together. Just, you know, my brother and everything like that get yeah, together yeah. over at, at my parents' place. So, you know, we went over there Friday. My mom threw down. Yeah. It was legendary, of course. Did some of that, uh, that tamale pie? Nah, nah, nah. She didn't do tamale pie. Okay. But she did, the, you know, the turkey Yo. dressing. Homemade cranberry sauce, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Mama Carmichael know how to make this tamale pie. Yeah, it's my favorite thing, bro. No. Yes, it's a problem. It's a problem, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's dope, man. Yeah, so man. glad to hear. What about you, bro? Went to North Carolina. Got to be with my parents out there. Um, so we did Thanksgiving a little different, man. We went to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to a restaurant um, on Thanksgiving Day. Um, evening actually and just had dinner there was just served you know just spent time you mm-hmm. know because my parents are like always moving and pretty active so man I think they just kind of deserve like the day off to not have to really worry about cooking and making sure that we're all good mm-hmm. um, but man we you know when we first arrived from North Carolina just had to hit that Waffle House up first and man then we ate at home and then we actually me and my sister we actually cooked Thanksgiving breakfast mm, so okay. we uh, had uh, like hash browns and uh, bacon and toast and fruit so man it was just a good time man with the family and that's dope and it was just it was excellent it was excellent that's yes, dope sir. yeah man yes, sir. um yeah man it was, it was dope man i think um we uh went over to my parents like i said we was just watching movies and stuff it was yeah, a great yeah. time bro it was a great time man so uh i enjoyed the four days off of work you know what i'm saying bro you know what i'm saying necessary. It was dope, man. It was dope. Yeah, I watched a lot of football, man. I watched a lot of basketball. Watched a little more college basketball than I did NBA, really. And that was, like, good because, you know, it's all tournament mode before, like, they get into, like, the actual season and stuff. Right. Um, So, it was just good, man. Like, there's some – it's going to be a good – it's going to be interesting – 
college season this year. Right. I'm really looking forward to see like what takes place, man. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. So what? Did, when did you come back? I came back. When did I come back? I came back Friday afternoon. Oh, I had the most ex- amazing experience. So me and my sister, we were mad hungry. Um, when we uh, got off the flight, so um, it was my first time doing like I've done street tacos, like but out of somebody's house or like um establishment. But man, I did like authentic street tacos, like in L.A. Fam. My sister uh, showed me this one spot, mm-hmm, bro, mm-hmm. bro. Crazy. Yo, I had what I have. I had like uh, I think I did four tacos and the chicken quesadilla. Ooh, it was okay. like real. It was like the real stuff. Right. Like the authentic stuff. The authentic. Right. So it wasn't small portions. It was like right. And then I had some ice cream after, man. So it was just good, like just experiencing that LA, man. LA is different, man. Like I-, I wish we had some more LA flair in the the. The suburbs of Inland Empire. But, right, right. Yo, know, I think that's what makes LA, LA, you know? And then uh, what else did I do that week? When I came back, I did a Friendsgiving. My buddy did a Friendsgiving um, in the Valley, so I got to hang out with them a little bit. And okay. Try to get ready for the rest of the week, man. So it was it was positive, man. Real, real positive. Real positive. That's dope. That's dope. So, uh, so you say you watch more college, the mm-hmm. NBA. How you feeling about the NBA, though? NBA, you man, know what I'm saying? Is... How we lucky? Because you a Clippers fan. Well, pray for us. You know what I'm saying? Pray for us. But um, no, I, I'm really, I'm really pleased with the NBA season. I genuinely think I might be wrong. Have the Lakers? What's the last time the Lakers have lost a game? True, they won the they won the last 13 out of their 14. They lost one maybe last week. Bruh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I think the last game they lost was to Dallas. They are teetering that best, that best, um, because they're like what nineteen and two, nineteen and three, they're twenty and three at this point, bro. They are teetering. They are teetering the best record in the NBA ever. Nah, who Lakers? I don't think they're gonna get it though. I'm not saying that they're gonna get it, but I'm saying right. they te- they're teetering. I think. It's I just, mean, it's, it's wait. What was the Warriors' record? Seventy three and nine. Oh, they were. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we got to see how far they let this but, go. And it's crazy because I think, like, when the Warriors did it, they were – when the Warriors did it, they were – that's when they were really recognized as a super team. Would you recognize the Lakers as a super team this year? No. I don't think there's really any super teams exactly. in the league Exactly, right and yeah. I think that's what makes it more special. Right. We were talking about it in pregame. This is a scary thing about the Lakers. Out of all the teams in the NBA – the Lakers appear to have the most camaraderie amongst teammates. Mm-hmm. Like, true camaraderie. Like, they seem like it's almost like friends playing basketball with each other. Like, everybody understands each other. Everybody gets And I still feel like other teams are still trying to get into that form. Um, but the Lakers are... Man, the Lakers are monstrous this year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it just seems like the scary thing is, like, you really have two players, which a lot of NBA teams do, but, like, the Lakers really have two players that could take over the game if they really wanted to. Right. In Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Right. But then you have a supporting cast that if somebody really wants to go off right. with permission, that could happen as well. Right. And that's scary. I don't even see, like, I love the Clippers. I don't see that on the Clippers yet. Do you think that the Clippers is a is a real threat to the Lakers? 
I think after All Stars, after All Star, they will be. Mm, okay. Okay. I still feel like I mean, think about it. You had a you had an injured Paul George through summer league, right? I mean, through like the summertime, and like the first what like ten games of the season. Mm-hmm. So man, they're still getting their their bearings together. Um, I think the interesting thing that the Clippers have, I think. Well, I wouldn't even say that because they have a the Clip the Lakers have a a strong coaching staff behind Frank Vogel. But I mean, the Clippers have a, like Sam Cassell, Tyron Lue, um, and some other cats as like their assistant coaches. Right, right. And that is that's pretty heavy. You know what I mean? Like those are guys that understand the game. Sam Cassell being a previous Clipper, right, playing on championship teams like the Houston Rockets. I think he even played for the Bucks for a second. Like, you know, he just knows like he knows the game. Tyron Lue being a championship point guard for the the Lakers. Playing for the Wizards, being an exec or a, like a, a, a coach for a, a championship-winning Boston. Right. Uh, did he win in Cleveland? Oh, Tyron Lue. Yeah, yeah, he won that. Uh, that one where they came back from a three, Bruh, three, they, three, one deficit. They have championship experience. I think it's just like they have a. Uh, they just don't. The only person I think that on that's on the Clippers roster that has really won a championship is Kawhi. Right. So you have championship winning coaches, but you don't have championship winning players. Right. The Lakers, on the other hand, like you have you have a, a championship winning leader. Right. With with hard nosed coaches like right. Jason Kidd, uh, Lionel. You right. I mean? you just have these guys that is just like, yeah, like this is it is it's business. I think another team like I hate to say you guys just. Be mindful of the Bucks when you got a really hot, hungry Giannis. Right. Um, you have a Luka Doncic that is playing lights out. Right. Right. Um, man, like they, there is an interesting season. I will. I'm gonna flip it though, man. I'm kind of sad though. Um, I just feel like uh, Fizdale is getting just done so dirty, bro. Yeah, man. If y'all don't know, man, uh, Fizdale just got uh, fired from the Knicks head coaching job i don't believe it was even his fault not at all i think we gotta you know we gotta start looking at management ceo definitely owner like what's happening um of course they're using him as an escape goat but it is what it is man like it's, it's sad what do you think do you think he's gonna land somewhere else maybe as an assistant not as a head yeah 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 i would see him as an assistant he might just need a rest for a second yeah, he, I, hey, he, I would love to see him on the college level. Yeah, that'll be dope. I would love to see him on the college level. So, who you think is gonna get the next job? I don't know, man. They talk about Becky Hammond might be the first female coach to to take New York. They said that she's interested. Whoa! I saw a source today. Whoa! On Twitter. Whoa! I'm like, man, they're trying to make a real life Eddie. Remember, Whoa! Uh, remember, yeah, uh, yeah. Hey, I can see that happening though. I can see it happening. I just don't know if it'd be the best move. <laughs> right. Well, no. Let me change that. That's not the first place I would want her. She became a, a head coach. Hmm. But also at the same time, yo, she come from the school of pop. That'd be an interesting pickup. I mean, I would love to see the Knicks go get Jason Kidd if possible. I know he's with the Lakers, but I mean, like, do you think he would do good in New York again, saying that he was once a Nets head coach? Yeah. Or Mark Jackson. 
Bro, if they got Mark Jackson. I think Jackson, they should get Mark Jackson. Yo, Mark Jackson would have. Because this is the thing. Knicks got players. Yeah, they do. Knicks got players. Mark Jackson, bro. I think they should get Mark Jackson. I think that would be a good move for them. You get somebody who's, who's from that culture, you know, grew up in New York, who, who could bring that that hard-nosed edge to them that they need. And just give them some some leadership, some true yeah. leadership that they need um, from beyond the office. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I think uh, Mark Jackson would be good. Mark Jackson would be. I think they should do that. You know what I mean? I think Mark Jackson should do it. Um, how do you feel? Hey, do you think the Warriors will ever recover? Oh, yeah. You think so? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talk to me. How, how do you see this? I think it's a wrap for them. Like this season or just in general? I think that, of course, Clay is gonna. I mean, Clay is gonna come back soon. You know, he's gonna come back probably at the end of the season. Oh no, I think he's done for the year. Yeah, this honestly. Yeah, I think Clay and Steph is done for the year. They're not playing this year. Let Steph and Clay be done. Yeah. Do load management with with Green. Yeah, because you need him to trade him out. I wouldn't even trade him. Yeah, they need him still. Trade Draymond. Draymond trash. I'm bro. not. I'm not trading Draymond. Draymond is that uh, Joe Buttons meme. Trash. <laughs> I wouldn't trade Dr- Draymond. What would you do with him? Still need an emotional leader. How, how many? He's only been with them for five years. Where's he gonna go? And then do honestly, you think nobody will want him? I think no. I think there's a lot of teams that will want him. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what system he's gonna fit in because he's a particular type of four. He's a. My, but I mean, again, teams that I could see Draymond going to. Man, I don't see the Lopez brothers in uh, Milwaukee for much longer. Put him up with Giannis. Put Giannis at the three. Draymond at the four. I just feel like the Milwaukee Bucks is like the best team for anybody that has a potential of getting traded. Right, right. Put Eric Bledsoe or what would be scary, and I could see this happening. But Draymond got the big contract. He just signed his contract. I know. I would, But I could see this, too. I don't know how it happened because they would lose players, but it would re-fortify the Warriors. Trade them to the Nets. For who, though? They would have to get rid of some players. They have to get rid of, like, a Dimwitty and uh, Draymond Levert. and KD not playing together no more. That's a done deal. Oh, I forgot Yeah, that. They, KD left that. You know what I'm saying? But it would no longer be Draymond's team. It would be KD's team, so that's different. Nah. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, bro, like, but, uh, no, I would say keep Draymond. Because this is the thing. Most likely, this is what I would do. If I was the Warriors, they're still going to get a top five lottery pick. Mm-hmm. They don't need any additional lottery picks. They don't need a, a fresh rookie. Right. They got they got kid from they got kid from Michigan mm-hmm. who needs another year to develop. They got some really good guys that just need time to develop. They just don't have like a core leader like a Clay or like right. uh, like a Stephen. Right. I would say trade your top pick get another strong big like who who can they get with that pick I would I would honestly if you could I would trade them for like Clint Capella that's interesting they don't need somebody that could get buckets they need somebody that could play defense I'm they gonna got, tell you who they, they got should D-Lo, get because they got. I'm sorry. Yeah. Was, they got D'Lo. Uh huh. Got Clay Thompson and they got Stephen Curry. You got scores. The guys on the bench can score. Scoring is not the issue. Mm-hmm. 
playing defense is the issue. They have no defensive players. So they're putting up buckets, but they got got they're playing against teams that can play both sides of the ball. They're, that's why they're losing. What if they want to get Andre Drummond? Bro, they got Andre Drummond. You know how quick that would change the game. <laughs> what if they got Andre Drummond? Bro, that I, would be nasty. Now that's enough that okay. That's a team I could trade. I would trade Draymond to. I would trade Draymond for the Pistons. I don't think nobody wants Draymond, bro. Somebody really wants do. Draymond, bro. Did he go into a trash squad? He's going to Orlando. Who they gonna give up then? Don't give up Markel Fultz. Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, but no, genuinely, like, imagine or trade Draymond for Blake. Where they go? That might work better for Detroit, actually. Trade Draymond for Blake. Or trade Draymond to uh, Indiana. But who are they going to get? They'll get Sabonis. Sabonis is a good four. Dang. He's not Draymond, though. That's my thing. Draymond got an energy about him that, like. Yeah, but, like, he can't shoot. His offense, like, he could pass in the system. But as we see, without out without that cast around him, he look mid. Probably lost. Because, again, he look so you mid. <laughs> Hey, the humility came quick, Bruh. He wiped them all out, bruh. Bruh. And like he, they looking terrible. They're the worst team in the NBA right now, right? Oh, oh, by far. <laughs> by far. Like, dude, just a matter of a year, bruh. Everybody went down. Life changes real quick. <laughs> hey, 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 yo, hey. And I'm not even. I'm not even. Hey, hey, to all the Warrior fans out there. <laughs> Oh man, y'all was big rolling. Oh, life changed. It hit y'all quick, huh? Really quick. How y'all looking? You see Braun out there though. And they, and they just moved to that new stadium too, bro. Two catching L's like the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yo, life changed real quick, bro. Hey, hey. So look, this is what I think, man. Um my pick going into the season was that the Lakers would meet the Philadelphia 76ers in the finals. I'm still going to go with that. Philly nice. I know they've been catching some L's, but I think they're going to get it together. I just think that Giannis doesn't, can't do it all. And it's going to show in the playoffs because they especially lost Brogdon and Brogdon shored up that perimeter defense mm. that shooting ability i mean like bledsoe was a good athletic point guard shoot first but he's not really a point point guard mm-hmm. and brogdon was that for them and i'm i don't even understand how they let that slip out their hands you know what i mean so brogdon i think it was more of a brogdon choice than it was a milwaukee choice well i think he wanted to stay but they wasn't they wasn't trying to put that, they, put well, that yeah paper. i mean because he's a 50 40 90 guy is that what it is? 50% from the field, 40% from the three, 90% from... Yeah, I think he's one of those, you know, that that weird little club. I think he's in that. And um, his defense was good. So, I think that... I mean, Middleton is cool for the Bucks, But I don't think that he's one of those surefire right. second option type players. And I don't think that Giannis could do it by himself. No. You know what I mean? So I think that 
he they gonna run into somebody like a Boston. I think Boston t- t- can take him, and I think that uh, Philly could take him. No, you're right, bro. He you know what is I mean? his career. He's um, 48 from the field, 90 percent from the free throw line, um, and 50 from the three. Uh, it doesn't show the three point on his stats, but yo, he's 40, 90. Yeah, see, and that's a big that's a big deal that they lost. Um, and I just think that Philly will get him. I wouldn't be surprised if if Boston got him, and I definitely wouldn't be surprised if Toronto got him too. Mm. It'll be a battle, but I think I got the Lakers and Philly. Um, I don't know what's gonna happen with the Clippers. I think they'll be a good uh, threat, you know, a good challenge, a good battle with the Lakers. Yeah. You know I me; mean? I'm not even a Laker fan, but I'm a LeBron fan. You know what I mean? I just think the uh, the Clippers do got like. I would say what a more complete roster you could say the more complete roster right but like you said uh the Lakers have more of they just have camaraderie yeah it's just they have they ha- they have the makings of a championship team yeah and you got a very hungry Davis he got a chip on his shoulder bruh he might not say it. I'm not gonna lie to you like I knew he was a great defender but what he's been doing as of late has been blowing my mind. Like, I've never seen him play defense like that before. Like, that cat has, like you said, his hunger, his energy, his drive, like, he is shutting that. What he did to Jokic, bruh, he made him look like Draymond. <laughs> he made him look like Draymond, bruh. He looked like he was suffocating out there. He's looking like, dog, I cannot do anything. So that's the thing I'm wondering with the, with the Clippers versus the Lakers is, like, the Lakers are big, bro. Like they they have not only are they big but they're athletic. That's the crazy part. So it's like, how would the Clippers match up with that? Now I know the first game of the season they won, but that was the first game. I think the Lakers is gonna smash on them um, Christmas Day. First of all, for revenge purposes, you know what I mean, alone. And I think the Lakers are at a place where they build so much chemistry up at this point that the Clippers are trying to get to. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, not to say the Clippers won't get there. I think they will get there. But I just think that the Lakers are really building a strong, like you said, camaraderie, camaraderie yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah, a yeah, chemistry yeah. that is showing on both ends of the ball. Like yeah. LeBron is playing defense. He's still lazy on certain plays. But he's more engaged, not only him, but the whole team is more engaged. Um in the process just in the process and, and it's what the crazy thing about how they play it they're loving the process yeah. that's the scary part they're loving the process like that's that's the stuff that could get really and it really man i think what's scary and i'll, I'll say this and you still got to give it up for the coach oh absolutely vogel hey i'm I, you was right bro I wasn't a big fan of Frank Vogel, but you was like, yo, he's a good coach. I was like, you know what? He got them really locked in. Like, whatever the system is, whatever the conversations are, um, yeah, it's right. I think also, too, I think, like, what I see with the Lakers is that um, I think what I see with the Lakers is that they want it for each other. Mm. Like, Anthony Davis wants to see LeBron succeed and win. Mm-hmm. LeBron definitely wants to see Anthony Davis succeed and win. The team around them is like, yo, we want to see y'all shine because we know y'all shine, we shine. What we need to do? 
Yeah. What we got to do. You know what I'm saying? What, take him? I got him. What up? What's next? You know what I'm saying? Stole the ball. What's next? What, what, boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I just think that the thing that I'm kind of tripping about with the Clippers is, like, like when you see the Lakers play, like, what I notice is, like, when AD is off, LeBron is willing is more willing to take more of a scoring, you know what I mean, responsibility. Yeah. When AD is off, like, his shot not hitting, but he more locked in defensively. LeBron would do it. And then the same thing, LeBron is not really hitting offense. They're, they're going to feed AD, yeah. which nobody could see him. Um, and LeBron going to do the facilitating and just mm-hmm. do the necessary uh, necessary defensive, you know. Yeah. And everybody is following. Um, but I wonder, like, what, how would the duo of Paul George and Kawhi go? Because they basically play the same position. Right. I think they're still trying to figure it out, man. Do you think they're going to figure it out? I do. If, um, Ky- if Kyrie and LeBron can figure it out and win a championship, right. Paul George and... And the thing, too, is another thing, too, that's different is that LeBron is a natural playmaker. Right. You know what I mean? And... I would say Paul George is more of a natural playmaker than Kawhi is. I actually see it in reverse. Do you? I do. Okay. I feel like Paul George is so used to being that guy. He's never had to play second fiddle to anybody. Kawhi, in a different story, has had to play under the tutelage of like a Timmy D, mm-hmm. a Manu, a Tony, mm-hmm. having to be a part of that system where it's just kind of like, like. But Kawhi is not that great of a passer, bro. I I genuinely, this is my opinion. And I think this is where the Battle of LA gets really interesting. I think it's really going to come down to coaching. Mm. If, I, I this is my thing. If Doc Rivers can make a championship out of the Boston Celtics, where they had three guys, if you put them, three and a half guys almost, not even including a pretty solid bench. Right. If you could take three guys that could be stars on any team and take their teams far but bring them together and really make them champions, I think that Doc, Doc could do that for the Clippers. Okay. That, that, that's just me. My no, opinion, no, I agree. You know, my opinion I agree. personally. Um, I think, like, but again, bro, like, it, it's really like a tell of the tape. It, it's, like, almost like mm, – mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. almost like um, – it's almost like the final battle, like Ken versus Ryu. Right. It's right. like it's anybody's. You think it's, you think it's that close? It's that close. Ooh, okay. It okay. really is that. To me, it's that close. Um, because again, we're still only in the first quarter of the yes, season. We just hit the first quarter. So we got so much to go. So much. And yeah. There's a lot of things that come to play. And one thing I'll pray for, man. I pray that everybody is healthy, bro. And that's exactly what I'm gonna say. But this is also, man. Like, this is the tell of the tape. And right. He doesn't have to be the star of the team anymore. But Boogie Cousins is not playing. Mm-hmm. And we talked mm-hmm. about that. We talked about that a lot. Like, Boogie's not playing. And Boogie can be the difference maker. Mm-hmm. Um, he can be the difference maker for what takes place between um, what takes place during the playoffs. And I'm a... Um, Yeah, he can just be the tell the he can just be that guy. So, but I think this. So let me ask you this question: 
let me ask you this question real quick. Who you got for MVP so far? Who you got for MVP so far in the NBA? I would say I have LeBron for MVP, especially because he's deserved it for the last, like, two or three years. I agree with you. I agree. You know I'm a LeBron fan. I'm going to keep it all the way brawny. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, I agree, and this is the reason why I do agree. Um, I mean, look, James Harden is killing. Mm-hmm. Houston would not be what they are if it wasn't for James Harden. Luka is doing his thing. Yeah. Dallas wouldn't even be a thing if it wasn't for Luka. Giannis, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not, I wasn't a big like Giannis fan right. last year. Shout out to Swoop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? What up, Swoop? You know what I'm saying? All the time. <laughs> All the fame. <laughs> In my mind. Uh, Giannis is definitely killing. Yeah. I think it's like... Giannis or LeBron, either way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, man. I would just say that I would pick LeBron because I feel like the West is just more of a competitive. I would even – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell that. Okay. I think the NBA needs to – Really define what most valuable players. Yeah, are. yeah, yeah. We've been we've been saying that for like two seasons. Um, I think there should be two awards that talk about top player. I think there needs to be a most valuable player, mm-hmm. and I think there needs to be a most outstanding performing player. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about most outstanding performing player, I would put that. I would put Luka Doncic, James Harden, Giannis under that under that umbrella. Mm-hmm. When I hear the word most valuable player, value is mm-hmm. the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't really see a lot of players like what I think about most valuable player. I think of people like Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I think about somebody like LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Although they're losing, I'm going to put Drew Holiday under that umbrella. Okay. Um, I would even dare put I put Steph and Clay under that umbrella. Mm-hmm. I would put Kimba Walker under this umbrella. Okay. I would even put Jason Tatum. Okay. What happens when they're on and off the court? Okay. What are the differences that are being made? You know what I mean? Um, and I think that LeBron, when he's on the court, and even when he's off the court, there is a difference that is being made. Right, right. And I don't see that so much in a lot of other players, but I most definitely see that in LeBron. Mm. And I think, like, I think LeBron, he's truly somebody that has the opportunity, and this is going to sound so churchy, but he right. really shifts the atmosphere of his team. Facts. Um, <laughs> That's a fact. When he's on the court. And I think that he deserves maybe just a little more respect than what we really give him. Mm-hmm. I think we appreciate his greatness, but sometimes I think as collectively, and I'm not saying this about you, but I'm saying like collectively of like fans, I think we appreciate him from like a haters level. Mm-hmm. Like where it's like we want to love LeBron, but we really want to hate him because he's really that good. And if I really admit that I really like his playing, like, man, was that really going to make me lose my mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how I feel about LeBron. That's why I feel like he deserves. I agree. 
Because yeah. a lot of people hate LeBron. Like, bro. Hate, hate. And I don't under I don't understand it at sometimes. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. If you a fan of basketball, like you should at least appreciate a, a little bit how he brings it yeah. every night. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I I don't get it, but I don't know. Um, I would say also a person who could be MVP conversation is Anthony Davis. Yeah. Just what he's doing defensively and how he's even bringing it, like, on the offensive end as well. Yeah. Like, that's just crazy. I think um, I would give Anthony Davis the defensive player of the year. Oh, yeah. That's that's a guarantee. But I just think, like, I think, too, man, like, I think it's scary. I think, too, the reason why I would give LeBron MVP, right? Because you're playing with multiple guys that have been on all-star teams. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you're still standing out. Like, LeBron's presence is still is still known when he's on the court. Right. And I think that's just, like, really, really, really amazing. Um, so, yeah, that's just that's that's just me, man. Like, I just really think that LeBron deserves MVP. Um, I think the Warriors will bounce back, though. You um, think so? I think the Warriors will bounce back. <sighs> they will bounce back. Hey, Warrior friends, fans, it's a wrap for y'all, man. Yeah, they will bounce back. I think y'all gonna bounce back to catching L's. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, said, you said the Don Nelson days. Y'all catch your L's, bro. You said the Don Nelson days. No, no, I, no, I mean, look, when Clay and, and Steph come back, then it's definitely gonna be a different team. That's yeah, just I just automatic. Think they need a little like, and I think that it will serve purpose because like these guys that have been on their team before, like man, like you know, you kind of walk in. I can imagine them like walking. Okay, cool. We gotta put in work, but we're not gonna have to put in that work until we got Steph and Clay. Right. And now, right. like, they're really having to take like true leadership roles on the court. Right. Yeah, that can be a little heavy. Mm-hmm. That can that can be a little a little a little scary. You know what I mean? So, right. No, I agree. Um, I definitely agree. Um. So, how you feeling about um um? I was gonna ask you um. How you feeling about? Do we even do we even talk Grammy nominations? No, I need to do my research though. That'd okay, what's we'll ta- yeah? We are gonna talk about that when we get close to there. We need to do uh, talk Grammy noms next episode. We'll uh, talk about uh, top albums ten albums of, of the year. Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard, man. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard for me. I know ten. we already have two albums in common though. Yeah, who we got the Moonchild album yes. in common, and we yeah. got the, the Sir album. Okay, true. It's true. I got a little brother on there. Okay. I got Ryan Porter. Okay. I think after that, we'll probably start. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got so far. Yeah. So I, I think I got some albums. I look forward to doing my research. Yeah, me too. I got to do my research. Um, I just got to look. Because the thing, I found some dope gems, but that came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that's, like, where I'm just, like. Ah. It just said Avery Bradley clear for full contact. Avery Bradley come back by Christmas. It's gonna be a battle. It's gonna be a civil war. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. It's gonna be Marvel Civil War in the Staples Center. Check this out. So, um, this episode is entitled 2019 Was Dot Dot Dot. You wanna start? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm gonna say this, man. 2019 was <sighs> what can I say 2019 was? 2019 was a year for me. Um, man, I think it's a, for me, it was a year of, I don't know, man. I don't know how to word it. I know how to word mine. (laughs) 
2000 year 2019 was a year of um i don't know man you go first brother you go first yikes yeah uh, I, I gotta still think about mine i gotta think about mine 2019 for me was a learning lesson mm, mm-hmm. um Dang, are we about to cuss? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna cuss, y'all. Um, no, nah, it was a learning lesson, man. Um, whew. Um, yeah, it was a learning lesson. Um, it was also it was a learning lesson. It was also a reality check. Mm-hmm. I think, like learning, man. Um, I think sometimes, and I'm going to be, and I'm still learning, bro. Like, honestly, I ain't set no, I got some goals in mind. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to set no goals until 11, 59, 59. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 of, right. Of, of 1231, for real. But, um, no, like, I think the learning lesson, I'll be honest, man. Sometimes we get in a comfort zone where we, we kind of feel like we got it all together. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm really just speaking more towards me or um, sometimes we feel um, I know at times I kind of felt untouchable um, as if um, as if things may not impact me as much as they had the opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. And I think like, man, um, there was moments where I really got hit this year. And um, I think the biggest one of the things I learned, number one, like life is really fragile, mm-hmm. um, that it has to be handled with care. Um, I learned too, man, like the importance of being present. Um, I think the importance of being present, um, being able to appreciate the moments that we're in. I learned really like in 2019 the importance of not comparing your journey to other people's journeys mm-hmm. because um, again you'll lose the opportunity to like not be present um, you know in the process you know mm-hmm. um, I learned man like um, man there's so much that I learned I learned um Yeah, I learned that, um, I mean, man, like, love is real, um, and it's okay to be human. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think, um, again, sometimes we can get so focused on what I want to accomplish and what I want to, what I want to do. Sometimes it's easy to, um, alienate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, alienate and forget about others, um, I think sometimes it's easy to uh, to truly lose sight um, of what's important, you know. So mm-hmm. I really just learned, man. Like um, this year was a year of like 2019 was like uh, like it was a it was a really just like a learning lesson. It was a uh, a lot of lessons, and I'm not sure if I learned all of them, mm-hmm. but I most definitely have the manual to them. Right. Most definitely, um, um, I'm still learning. Mm. I'm still learning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also learning, like, I loved, I, I loved, 
this quote I saw the other day um, is like, man, you could be a masterpiece in a piece of work. Uh, uh, you can be a masterpiece in a work in progress um, at the same time. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I agree with that. And um, I think that's just where I'm at. Man, also, I, th- I think like, you know, for me, um, 2019 was like an opportunity um, and even and I can share this. I'll share the story later. But um, dreams, I used to say this all the time, man. But I, I, I think I understand it more now. Like dreams really don't have to die. Mm-hmm. And I think, man, sometimes, uh, um, sometimes we we allow um, the process of discouragement to forfeit um, to forfeit our um, our ability to our ability to see what we really want. Um, sometimes we allow ourselves to be stuck from the discouragement, man. It's just sometimes you have to really break your own barriers in the process um, in order to uh, just attain those things, man. So um, I said life was, it was a learning lesson. Um, um, a lot of great moments, um, some really hard moments, mm-hmm. um, um, some really frustrating moments, um, some moments of realization, um, but also just really like opportunities to say like to just really say like man like you know um, um, faith testers faith builders uh, man it was just real man 2019 was just a real year um, wasn't wasn't easy by far but it it was still a good it's still been a good year mm-hmm. been a real year though right a real right. year man so right yeah. I think for me, man, is uh, 2019 was a year of embracing mm. and preparation. I love it for me. Yeah, I think those things. I think um, more than anything, this year was truly about me stepping out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and embracing it. Because mm. I think uh, it was a fun year for me. As I think on it, it was a fun year for me. Um. But it was about embracing, truly embracing the newness that was being presented to me in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Like, I do. Truly embracing it. <laughs> you know I, mean? I do. Like, truly embracing it and, like, opening myself up to it and accepting it. Because I think sometimes when you're a giver, you get so used to just giving that you don't even know how to receive. Yeah. And, and embrace what you're receiving yeah. or just being present in those moments. You know what I mean? And I believe that's one thing I, I really made a conscious effort to do, well, just to be present. And um, yeah, man. And I just think it's just on so many levels, I just think it's about embracing and preparation. You know what I mean? And I feel that this year is going to set up for me to have a big year next year. Yeah. Um, and, and on different levels. And, um, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't always easy, but as I look on it, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and um, it was rewarding. Yeah. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this, man. Um, me, and you, we've been boys for years mm-hmm. now, and um, and just thinking about our listeners, um, there might be there might be somebody that be like, man, like uh, I follow Raydell on Instagram. I follow him on Twitter. And I saw him go to Philly this year. Right. I, I've seen him go to these festivals. I've seen him go to these shows. Um, what was the process that led you to like, man, I want to experience new this year for like 2019? Right. And what was the process that allowed you to follow through with that? 
because on so many on so many levels like people can say like i want this but they don't know how to attain it or they don't know how to get to it what would you what were some of the steps that you personally took uh what were some of the steps that you personally took or would you would encourage to take in order to get to that level of new you know what i mean because i know some things that you share with me i was like yo bro that's dope like yeah i think that man i think that one thing that i learned to do years ago but like really the last two to three years of my life was to truly um take time to learn myself Mm. and to be okay with the good things the bad things flaws and all yeah you know what i mean and so i think i'm not afraid i be I've never been afraid to do things by myself, but I just kind of embraced it more like, you know, new experiences. Like, you know, I, like me, my one of my favorite things to do is uh, go to concerts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Anybody that knows me know that's like my thing. You know what I mean? But I just told myself like, yo, I want to go. I want to experience these things. You know what I mean? So I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? I don't need to do it with a group of people. But I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and I'll be honest with you, like, my lady kind of helped me with, um, like, because she's a big traveler. Yeah. My lady is a big traveler. Um, For some reason in my mind, I've always wanted to travel, you know what I mean, like that. But it's like, um, she, it's like she knows how to travel. Got you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she's more about planning. She's like, no, if you want to do this, then you should do this. Let's, you know, set this up, plan, you know, plan, plan, plan. So, I just get into that place of, like, just, just you know, having the desire to, like, learn. Let God show you who you are. Yeah. And how to, and then allow God to show you how to grow and mature in the areas that you might not be um, all the way strong in. Mm. And to learn how to you know, maximize the areas that you, yeah. that you feel you're strong in. So just get, I mean, it just honestly, just like getting to a place of just learning how to like love myself, you know what I'm saying? And just allowing God to show me myself and just being surrounded by good people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Jen truly being present and, and allowing yourself in these moments to be like, okay, I'm just gonna have fun. Like one thing I, if you notice I've done this year is I don't do a lot of social media or when I go to these places. Oh, bruh. Like, you know what I mean? That's been a rule. You know like what I mean? Last couple of years for me, like you know, so it's like you won't see me if I do post stuff. I'm not. I'll probably posting it days later. Yeah. Or the next day, um, or after I leave the event because I want to be present. I don't want to always. If I do have my phone up, it's truly for a memory, but it's not for me. Like okay, I gotta let me post this right. now. Let me. You know what I mean? It's right. like it's truly like I want to be there. Like when I went to little brother thing, I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna record a couple of things. But truly, I'm here because like I'm fanboy boying out right now. Bro, and I just that was to, me at PJ. I think it, I only took a picture of the stage. You know what I'm saying? And uh, same thing. So it's like yeah. uh, just truly like doing, being okay to be you, man. I think that's one of the things I had to truly learn yeah. is like be okay being you. And on top of that, like being in a relationship um, is like you want to be with somebody that's okay with allowing you to be you. That's Far. that's a that's a big thing, a bro. Bar, bro. I had to learn that. You know yeah. what I mean? 
um, I had a conversation with a buddy of mine who was talking about relationships, you know, and um, he was talking about like, you know, he's married, but he was talking about like the things he had to learn yeah. um, while pursuing his wife and then becoming married. He was like, you know, because I've been through so much as a single man, as far as like trauma, disappointment, mm-hmm. heartbreak and stuff like that. He said, I realized that when I when I prayed for something and it came. I didn't even know how to receive it because I was so used to what I've been through. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he was saying like, man, like it's a, it's a totally different process. Like when you finally get that person that you want to be, you know, you always wanted to be with. And now it's like allowing yourself to truly like receive Yeah. that comes with it. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, that's just what it's been for me, bro. Like, and I've just been having a great time just experiencing new things. Um, yeah, man, it's, yeah. it's been a journey, bro, and it's it's been fun. Yeah, it's been definitely fun. That's good, man. Like just going to different places, you know what I mean? Like just and the one thing I'm I'm all about like different music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Music, yeah. you know, going to museums. You know, we we in the arts stuff yeah, yeah, like man. that. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes as guys, like we want to do stuff like that, but I think in our minds, it's like, man, I'm I'm, like, I'm only gonna go there if I got me a lady. That's real. That's about to change in 2020. Bro. You know what I'm saying? That might change next week. Actually. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and I think we get that in our mind. We like, because, yeah. you know, as men, you know, we it's that ego. You know what I'm saying? We, I don't want to look like I'm alone. Yeah. But uh, like I said, before I got in a relationship, I was kind of like. You was already doing your thing. I was already doing me because I was like. I, you got to, though, man. I, yeah, you have. It's so important. You have to, like, enjoy and live life as a single person. And I want to add to that, bro. Um. I wrote, uh, I put this tweet out. I was like, man, like being single doesn't make you inadequate. Fact. Bruh. And I think like, man, like, I think it was, it's good to have friends and it's good mm-hmm. to be in some type of communal space, man. But sometimes you just got to go, bro. I've been eating a lot by, out by myself right. lately or just go down to downtown Claremont, man. Give me some ice cream. Just walk right. around the block yeah. for a second. Just do something that feature, that feature soul, man. I go to a coffee shop. I read. You know what I mean? Like, um, 2020, I'm going to take some train rides. I'm going to take some drives up the right. coast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, as long as, you know, as long as I'm not working. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that's, like, the biggest thing. Right. You know what I mean? But, um. Bro, self-care is so important. Yeah. Like, you know, one thing that I'm starting to realize about this generation is that more than ever, people are embracing I mean, we all have depression moments. I could be honest. I have bouts of depression in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, I could be honest with that. Yeah. But what I, one thing I'm starting to realize about this generation, like, with certain artists and stuff like that, is like, it's becoming like their thing. Yeah. It is like, and I don't want to name names, because I feel like some people are using it not in a healthy way. Mm. I think it's like, I th- there's a certain artist I'm not even going to say the name. I don't want to do it. But I don't like particularly how he markets and raps about mental illness. Got you. Ah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was... <laughs> <laughs> because this, I feel like you don't always want to stay in a dark place. Heck no. You don't want to embrace darkness. Absolutely not. You want to go through it. And I feel sometimes a lot of the artists, this uh, this younger generation, it's about embrace it. It's okay. 
no, you don't want to stay there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, in order to truly like overcome those dark moments and dark times, I think especially as men, it's okay to talk yeah. about your feelings and your emotions. And it's okay to like I like I was saying earlier, um, to learn to love yourself enough to to be by yourself. You know what I mean? Like, bro, my lady could tell you, I'm a big movie guy. Mm-hmm. My lady doesn't like to see every movie I like to see. You know what I'm right. saying? But I'm still going to go see the movies I want to see. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so that means I go to the movies by myself a lot. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. You feel what I'm when I, I'll say this. When I went to go see Little Brother, I went by myself. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think I told you, man. I told you about a story. Um, I remember when, like, one time we you weren't able to roll out to the PJ show with me. Right. And so I was in line, and of course, you know, when you go to a PJ show, it's a family reunion. It's so a family. Right. Somebody. But I was in line by myself, and one of the homies, he was like, man, you're here by yourself? And I was like, yeah. And I felt like he felt sad for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I think that's another lesson, man, like, that I learned. And not to... But no, no, like, I think our generation has to be careful with because of these are my feelings and my emotions. I expect everybody else right. to feel this way. Right. And it was like it was like I wasn't sad. Um, I wasn't sad that I was there by myself because it's just like man, I was going to see PJ. Yeah. Regardless, like I've gone to a couple of PJ shows by myself. Right. And of course, like you know, who who doesn't want a, a cute honey dip with them right. to a PJ show? But at the same time, like. Man, she ain't gonna want to hang out with me at a PJ show right. because it ain't gonna be about her for right, about an right, hour and a right, half. Right, you know right, what I mean? right. Like, so it's just like that thing of like we have to. I, I think that was that's one thing that I'm learning too, man. Like, um, we talked about in previous episodes, even with like the whole Kanye West situation. Um, one of the things that I have to learn that the way that I grew up under the leadership of my parents, especially as it comes to my faith. Um, I have to be careful with not expecting everybody else to be that level of understanding. Mm-hmm. It is a process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there mm-hmm. are some things that I'm, yes, do I want to be completely sold out for the Lord? Most definitely. But are, there are some things that I just have to literally live out now um, instead of expecting everybody to live or to see things from the scope that I see it. Mm-hmm. From, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's just more of like on like a, on a growth on a on a personal growth thing man because i think it's just so easy um man it's so easy to put our emotions and our expectations on others you know what i mean so i think that's yeah absolutely i think it's okay i think it's definitely okay and i would encourage anybody that in this that was um that's single like truly be okay with being single like it's okay like and don't and this is another thing too because i i fell into this but I did have to, you know, I learned to come out of it was like sometimes, you know, when you're single and you don't have anybody, you instantly go into this thing like, OK, I'm not going to go anywhere. I don't have anybody to go that's out real, there bro. with. So then you isolate yourself. And then that's kind of how you trigger depression. Mm-hmm. I've been through that before. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Man, I'm glad we, you know, we, we talking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, there was a moment in my life where I went through a dark time with a, um, with a situation I've, I've spoke about it here before but like um why does that my heart broken dude i can tell you now there was moments in my life that i don't even truly know how i came out of that fog yeah it could have been at least two years or three years of depression that i dealt with dealing with that heartbreak that i really can't even t- account for the time 
account for that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that truly came from like, man, you know, I'm embarrassed. Uh, I'm hurt. I don't, I don't want to hang out with nobody. I'm just going to be by myself. Yeah. I just like literally it was by myself. Yeah. But I think even if you're not with somebody, I think it's so healthy to be around people. Now I'm saying not, not, what I'm saying is like even no, if you're what you're saying. No, I get it. And like even if they're not like even if you go out and it's not with a group of friends, but like, hey, I want to go see Buster. I'm gonna go see Buster. Yeah. Yes, I'm by myself, but I can still have a good time by myself. I want to go to the movies. I want to see a movie. I don't need. A, I don't. Need, I cannot have in my mind. I can't go see this movie because I don't have a group of people with me. I yeah. think that's unhealthy. I think it's balanced, man. Because sometimes you de- like. I mean, sometimes. We can find ourselves so enthralled with like being around people all the time, man. We don't even see ourselves at yeah. times, you know. And, and like, I, I would say this too, like, but also that's come with knowing who you are. Because mm-hmm. see, I'm a, I'm an introvert. Being around a lot of people like that a lot of time drains me. Yeah, I understand. You know what I'm saying, bro? I understand. So I could, you know, and I, I'm a, I have a good personality. Everything I could be around people, have a great time. But after a while, for me, just mm-hmm. for how I am, it starts to be like, okay, you know what? I, I really want to go home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'm. I had a great time. Yeah. But now the time of having fun for right now is coming to an end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, so I need to go like recharge. Or if I can't just be in the corner quiet and enjoying y'all being happy, yeah. bro. Then, like, let me just enjoy y'all. I don't got to say a lot. Right. Like, yeah. sometimes I don't want to say a lot. Because sometimes, like, if there is no substance. Bro, I'll tell you something that's crazy. I, I am literally like what you just said. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> at my job, I'm known as the guy that's like, hey, Raynell, he be over there just doing his work. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of quiet. You know, he it'll be stuff going on. People will bring to me. They be like, yo, you know, like, you hear about this? Nah. But you, and you know me, I stay right where stay I need to do. Lane. I stay yeah. right where I, right where I need to be. I do my job, and I'm I'm bouncing. You know, people come talk to me. They I'm cool. Like people that always sit next to me, like new people or people that I've known, but they sit next to me. They be like, damn, you know, you really cool. You know, people just say you quiet, and it's like it's not that I'm quiet. It's just that I'm focused on what I'm here to do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And there's a time and a place for certain things, and it's not an all-day thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I just feel like people have to get into the mindset of, like, we'll learn. Yeah. Because I had to learn it. You know what I'm saying? Is that it's okay to experience life as a single person sometimes just by yourself. Right. You know, and that's what I said. So I had to learn, like, to open myself up to new things, to new people in my life. Because um, sometimes, I mean, look, you're going to – your crew people would change around you, you know, mm-hmm. um, naturally. And as life goes through its ebbs and flows, you're going to, you know, fall off from certain friends, right? Certain friends are going to become distant. They're going to grow, outgrow you. You outgrow them. Yeah, man. And you don't want to find yourself just stuck. Yeah, I went through that once. You know what I mean? I went through that once, man. I remember there was a time where um, one of my circles, like, everybody everybody got in a relationship. Right. Honestly, man. If we want to be honest, mm-hmm. that's been kind of like, it's been interesting this year because as I'm getting older, a lot of more of my friends are either married right, or have children, have children yeah, or in a very serious relationship. Right. Yeah. I, I, I feel you. I my feel se- you. The season of relationships have been very interesting for me. And um, one of the things that I learned though, and again, I'm learning <laughs> even today 
have a game plan. Right. Got to have a game plan. You know, I think too, man. I think that's why, like, for me, um, man, when we were doing the Taco Tuesdays, that was so like that was healthy for me because I understand the seasons that the boys are in now. Right. Like all of my closest friends, like the guys that I go directly to, are are under those three categories. Right. Have children, married, mm-hmm. maybe married and have children. Right. Or in a very serious relationship. Right. Right. Like my my go to. Right. You know? Right. And um, but one thing my sister really did encourage me. She was like, "Man, they need you too." Yeah. For sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Don't just get isolated in the idea of, well, because they're in this position. You're not needed. You're not needed, or maybe they need to be checked in on, too. Right. Because those areas can be, that can be all that they have. Right. And um, and they might need just somebody right. on the outside. You know what I mean? It was really right. beautiful, too, man. Like, what was confirmation? One of my, one of my, one of my, one of my best friends, man, he was on my heart, and I went to text him. And he beat me to the punch on the same day. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was just it just reminded me of, yo, stay, stay engaged. Yeah. Stay connected. But also we all understand each other. I think too, man, like, uh, if I would add this. Since we're talking single talk, it seems like we got yeah. to like we this, got into this, the single this, mode. Single hey, mode. y'all getting these jewels today. I would say if you're single, you kind of find yourself just feeling mundane. Speaking to myself in this moment, if you find yourself mundane, just kind of find yourself in this rhythm of like, I go to work, I wake up, I say a prayer to, I go to work, come home after work, I make dinner, I eat, I just watch TV. Challenge yourself to remember your goals and dreams that you mm-hmm. had when life was thriving. Right. Challenge yourself to reach those dreams right. and those goals. Um, if it's writing a blog, getting a blog write the blog if it's if it is becoming a better cook learn how to cook right um do those things you know what i mean um because then again uh that's when i think think that's when purpose and and things are identified right right and built up because you have like a real understanding of these are the things that i'm trying to accomplish these are things that i want to do this is who I want to become. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, yeah, man, that's my, you know. Yeah, man. Got to keep dreams alive. Keep dreams alive, for sure. I mean, look, man, um, yeah, 2019 is full of lessons, you know what I mean? Full of life, um, full of ups and downs. But, I mean, look, mm-hmm. man, we're here. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go to 2020. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, I think I think uh, I, I enjoyed my 2019. Seriously, I, I truly did. Yeah, man. Um, believe God stretched me even now you know with just me making certain um commitments in my heart and in my mind to do certain things and just to like push myself yeah man. um like just I could just I just I could just feel the growth because like I didn't have this mindset three years ago yeah you know what I mean like it just it's just it's just a uh I just tell you, I just tell people like, man, I mean, where I'm, where I'm at right now is truly a testimony of how great God is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh, I had some dark moments, you know what I mean? I yeah, had some, man. some dark days. So, but yeah, man, I, I definitely en- encourage people to like really enjoy life, man. Like truly enjoy it. Um, Be responsible enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, just enjoy it, man. Like don't wait 
um, don't say, well, maybe tomorrow. Right. Or don't say, you know, well, I can't do this because I'm, I'm by my, I don't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Right. Like, like no, like you can take that trip. I think too. Um, I think like make sure like you're healthy. Yeah. You got to make sure you're healthy. Like one of the things that I've always challenged myself on, especially with, as it pertains to relationships, I never want to be in a relationship if I feel like I'm desperate mm-hmm. or if I feel like, or if I'm trying to just uh, fulfill a void. Right within me like i think the biggest thing is like when yes love there's a beauty in receiving love let's not even deny that right um let's not even deny that but what am i willing to give in the process right do i have anything to give Mm -hmm. am am i in the place where am i in a place where i can pour life into my potential partner you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because it's like um or just even my friends, you know what I mean? Right. Like I think there's so much singleness. Um, I love one of, one of my friends, like she, uh, my homegirl CJ, um, and she has a really dope podcast called Too Dope to Be Broke. So go check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing is that she put on her stories, which was really, it was really a blessing. And she was like, man, like the idea of, and we kind of alluded to it, like um, it's not good for man to be alone. Um, yes, we understand that. Um, that has a lot to do with like the merit marital relationship, but just in general, you know what I mean? So like, what am I doing for my friends? You know, am I, am I a giver to my friends? Are we helping each other pursue purpose? You know, mm-hmm. for me, it's not even about council culture, but it is also about like, man, am I being surrounded by people that are going to help me grow? But also am I doing my job to help others grow as well? Like, am I consistently being in that position to do so? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, man, definitely just, just, I would say this man, 2020, Make a commitment to yourself that you're going to enjoy life more. Yeah. Enjoying life more doesn't mean correction is not a part of enjoying life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean, you know, consequences doesn't come. But just learn how to embrace those, what comes with life more. Other than, I think sometimes, you know, we get we get disappointed. We get hurt. Yeah. Trauma happened. And we sometimes go into protective mode so much that yeah. we block off our, our the opportunities to enjoy life. Yeah. And that's something I had to learn. You know what I mean? That's so something good, I had to bro. learn. That's so that, you know, I was, you know, blocking off my opportunity. I was like, nah, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't want to. Nah. And it's like, yo, man, I got to live. You know what I mean? You, I have to live life. I can't live for other people. I can't let other people throw their expectations on me. Exactly. Um, I have to like truly live. Got you know what I mean? Live for God for myself. Got you. And I might not look the way your parents want you to live it. <laughs> that might not look the way you want your pastor wants you to live it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It might not look the way that, you know, your your friends want you to live it. Yeah. You have to do it for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But just know that you can you handle everything that you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's I think that's just what it is. Just just truly learn to enjoy life. Challenge yourself to say, you know what? Um, I'm gonna take a trip this year. Yeah. If I if, if some friends can go, I'm gonna go on that trip either way it goes. Yeah. Um, you know, like that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like my my lady challenged me to get a passport. Mm. You know, <laughs> you know, she was like, you know, you need to get a passport. You should. That's that should be that should be, that should be something on your goals. I want to get a passport. You know, so it's like you know she's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Um, and to be honest, like I said before, I met her. I never really thought about traveling like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I man. never, I never did. So it's like, wow. 
um i've always wanted to go to the roots picnic i never i don't know have you ever had those moments where you always want to do something but you never really thought about how to do it i got a list of like 15 things yeah you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like like when the roots picnic thing came up it was just like I was afraid. I was like, dang, I don't know, you know, if I have enough money, this, that. And my lady was like, oh, no, you you can do it. Like, just this, this is the plan. And I was just like, oh, I never thought about it like that. And literally, snap of a finger, it was like, okay, we gone. Got the tickets. You know what I'm saying? Oh, what tickets? I got tickets for the concert. Got this. What hotel? Boom, it's done. We gone. Bruh. Just that quick. You know, this like, 2020. You know what I'm saying? 2020, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it was that quick. Just challenge yourself to do certain things. Like one thing I challenge myself, like, you know, if you follow me on social media, you know, I'm challenging myself to learn how to do coding. Yeah, man. It's a challenging thing, but I'm challenging myself to do it. It ain't easy, but it's like, yo, I want to get into this tech industry. This is what I want to do. Yeah, man. What's stopping me? I'm going to do it. If it takes me six months, it takes me a year, two years, my goal is I want to get in it. You know what I mean? This is what I want to do. So challenge yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I'm challenging myself to go see my man LeBron play before he retired. Yeah. It's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It's good. You know, so I just think, I just, just challenge yourself for 2020. You know what I mean? That's good, man. Um, So, you know, you had a little story you wanted to share yeah, with Yeah, no, bro. Like, share so with the people, kinda, man. Kinda, I think it goes along with what we talked no, about. No, it really does, man. So, um, for y'all know, uh, actually, man, like, so as we talked about like 2019, 2020, man, like I'm really, I won't say I'm elated for 2020, 2020, but I am grateful for the opportunities I know that are going to be presented. Like I've been doing uh, these things and I need to jump back into it called the Sunday, Sunday, uh, Sunday chop. Um, and I've been chopping up tracks right now. How you, how you been feeling about the chops lately, bro? To fire. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like okay, it. For sure. Yeah. We working. We going to work. Yeah. It's uh, some like really amazing things taking place, but no, um, for you guys don't know, like for the listeners, majority of you guys know that, um, that I'm a musician. Um, but I always had love for the art. So just crazy story. Um, last night I had a gig and, um, and I, you know, proper protocol for gigging is you, know, you introduce yourself to the staff just so that you guys can become familiar with each other, you know, how to approach the situation, especially because, like, you're in a place of service. So I walk in, and this lady was like, I was like, hi, my name is Jeffrey Davis. And she was like, oh, my goodness, such a pleasure to meet you. I love your voice. Do you sing? No, she's like, you sing, huh? I was like, uh, in the shower. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, she was like, uh, no, like, she's like, I could tell you sing. Not knowing that, like, probably for the last, like, eight months, I've been really thinking about singing and just, like, really, like, kind of practicing on and off and, like, you know, trying to, like, learn how to, like, to hit harmonies in the car, like, when I'm listening to the radio and working on, like, vocal exercises, seeing, like, where I'm not good. Like, Raynell actually knows, like, I've actually been working on rapping as well Mm -hmm. and just working on my writing in general. Um, Working on my writing in general. And so... um, what took place, man, um, she kept, like, so it was me, Uncle Vaughn. You guys have heard us talk about Uncle Vaughn. You've also heard us talk about um, John Starworth, who's, like, our big brother. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and she kept on saying, like, I want to hear him sing. And I'm like, I don't know this lady from, from nowhere. Like, right. Like, man, who, like, you're a sweetheart, but I just don't know you. Like, right. how do you, what makes you think that I can sing? 
and she just like I really so we took um what did we do? We took a break. So we played probably for like two hours straight. And if you guys know like a uh, standard, like man, that's a, that's a pretty long time. We played from like six o'clock to about like eight fifteen. So we took like a small break, and um and she came back and we start playing. We about to play a song. And usually because this is not my gig, like it's my gig, but it's not like I'm not the leader of this band. I do serve in a major role in this band. Like I try not to take too many liberties um, unless it's in the comforts of me playing drums. And this lady was like, I want to hear him sing. And I looked at John. I was like, John, I think I got a song because there was something that like hit me on the inside. That was like, Jeff, like you really should should try. Like, just try, like, see what happens. Right. And, um, and I was like, I was like, John, I think I got a song. And he's like, what? I was like, do you know Fly Me to the Moon by Frank Sinatra? Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah. And so Uncle John, Uncle Vaughn was you gonna like. gonna sing a little bit for us right now? Maybe. We'll okay. see. We'll see. And so Uncle, Give us a little flavor. Give so a little Uncle, taste. So Uncle Vaughn was like, um, Uncle Vaughn was like, yo, you need me to play drums? Because I was playing drums. He was playing sax. I was like, yeah, you can play drums. Let's just have fun. So, man, I sang Fly Me to the Moon, and I didn't really look at a lot of people because I just really tried to zone in mm -hmm. into, like, the, the character of the song. Man, but I didn't see anybody cringe, mm -hmm. and I didn't see anybody leave. Mm -hmm. Actually, probably maybe one or two people stepped in mm. to see what's happening. Right. And then after I sung, like, we had a little fun, and we grooved for a second. Like, I made it really short and sweet. And, um, yeah. And after I did it, dude came to me and he was like, man, you're, he was like, man, like I knew you were a great drummer, but he's like, overall, man, you're just an awesome person. Mm -hmm. And when he shook my, like he shook my hand and like kind of gave me like a, like a, 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 like a brotherly embrace. Right. And then the lady, like, she just said, thank you. She walked out happy and people like didn't, I saw a couple of people taking pictures and, and it was just like, yo, this is. This is it. Just hit me, bro. Like right, it was just like one right. of those moments where it's just like it was almost like I'll be real with you, man. Like these last couple of weeks, I've been not like I've been pouring out a lot. You know what I mean? Like just pouring out a lot for my job, musically, and sometimes you just need something to refill you, just to kind of bring a spark back, mm -hmm. bro. And it was just kind of like a spark. It was just something just unlocks, mm -hmm. you know. And I was just like, and it just been kind of hitting me, like, yo, Jeff, like you could add this to the rep. You come on now. Honestly, man, like to be honest with you, I I I want to do like the Teddy Campbell like Anderson Pack thing one day. Right. I'm putting the dream out there. Okay. I think that would just be so dope, bro. That would be fire. You know what I mean? Like just play drums and like sing. Right. And just I just want to bring I just want to bring joy to people. You know what I mean? Well, like explain something to somebody. I just want to bring though you could. I want to just bring joy to people. <laughs> right. And I want to do it in a way where kids, almost like Coffee Anderson, man. Like, I want to really, like, allow. I know I'm a leader. Mm -hmm. I'll put it like that. I know I'm a leader. And I know that um, people want to experience, want to, like, just want to experience life. So, I I just, man, it was just, like, it was just a highlight, man. And I got to share the picture with my parents. And, um. I got to share the picture with my parents and my sister, and they were like, "Man, my mom was like, you hold your note.'" I was like, "I held my mom, I hold no, my note, mom." I was like, "I didn't hear, I didn't see no people cringe." Yeah, I didn't see no people walk away. Right, right. And she was like, "Okay, now." You know what I mean? And <laughs> right. it was just kind of like, bruh, it was just like it just felt good. It just felt good. Man. Give us a little taste, man. <laughs>
hey, tribe. You know what I'm saying? All right, please don't cringe, y'all. You know, my uh, man is gonna give you a little taste of what he did. You okay, did. So, fly me to the moon, and let me play amongst the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, darling, kiss me. Fill my heart with song and let me sing forevermore. You are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words. Yeah, that's it. Fly me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, we being fearless in 2020. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You being fearless. You're I like saying, that. Your artist? Nah, 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 man. Nah. Opinion. <laughs> huh? Opinion. Oh, it sounds good. Absolutely. Right, because this this stuff is scary. Man. I know it is. <laughs> hey, Bruh. man. I think it sounds good, man. I think it sounds good. <laughs> for something for you just to pop out and be like, okay, I'm just going to do it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, do you think you want to, like, take it to a further? Like, you really want to, like, work on it, get there? I will work on it. I want anything that I've that you see me doing within, like, the last... 10 months? Yeah. Oh, we 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 polishing this buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we polishing this buddy. All right. Like, All right. it's going to be like, honestly, it's going to be an artistic 2020 with balance. So what are some things that you're looking forward to in 2020? Genuinely? Yeah. Consistency. Mm, that's good. Me too, bro. Me too. Consistency and discipline. Right. Right. I... Consistency, discipline, and a stronger level of gratitude. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put it out there. There's a chance that I might not make more money in 2020. Mm-hmm. There is a chance in 2020 that I won't get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's not even a, that is not even a goal. Right. Um, but I'm just talking about things that we as millennials like fo- have been focusing on via social media a lot. Right. But I have the opportunity to wake up each day grateful. I have each day, I have an opportunity each day to have a schedule. Right. To have um, to have an idea of what I want. It has to start internal. Mm-hmm. Man, we've seen a lot of people in 2019 take their lives that are rich, rich. Right. Right. And not trying to point a finger, right? But um, but yo, it's just real, right? You right. know what I mean? But I can I can be grateful, man. Right. I can live. I can be disciplined. I can be consistent in my pursuits of my dreams. Right. Um, but I do look forward to like to really like being just pursuing God given dreams in 2020. Mm-hmm. That's me. Like discipline, gratitude, consistency, walking in purpose in 2020. For sure, for sure, bro. That's sure. that's me. Yeah. Um, because there are a lot of things that can that I might think I want that right. might not take place in 2020. Right, right. And that's just a fact. Right, right. So, yeah. yeah. You? Um, 2020, man. I think it's gonna be a life changing year for you, boy. Yeah, I think it's gonna be life changing. That's that's what I'm, I'm uh. That's what I'm uh, expecting. My expectancy, my expectancy for 2020 is to be life changing. Yeah, 
um, and on many different levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so let's 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 get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my man. prayer has been. I wrote down my goals the other day. I prayed over them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I said, you know, God, guide me to execute it and accomplishing every goal on this list. Yeah, man. Guide me there. Whatever I whatever needs to be done to get me there, lead me. Mm. And I'm gonna follow follow your way. I love you, man. You know, that's that was my prayer. So um yeah, I think it's gonna be a life changing year for me. I'm expecting some things to go down. I believe they will go down. I'm gonna work make sure I get there. And um I think it's gonna be fun. So ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to do us something. Do us do us solid. Hit us up on the Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Let yeah. us know what are you expecting to happen for you in 2020. I'm expecting to see LeBron get his fourth ring. I'm expecting that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I'm expecting maybe he might get, you know, his fifth MVP. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I'm expecting more good music in 2020. Please, because 2019 was amazing. Yeah, Free Nationals album come out next week. That might be added to the list. We don't know. Right, that's already added to the list. That's about to be <laughs> yeah. popping, bro. Um, yeah, I'm expecting that. I'm expecting maybe I could drop a project in 2020. Finishing up some joints. You know what I'm saying? Bro, there's a couple of albums. I, I'll say physically, I want my singles coming out. Yeah. Beat beat tape. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Beat tape. I'm with out. it. I'm, I'm with it, man. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm expecting a lot of things, man. I'm expecting. Um, Shoot, what else? I'm expecting a lot of things, man. I'm gonna keep y'all posted. Y'all probably keep y'all see. Y'all see, man. Yeah. We're gonna keep y'all posted. But uh yeah, let us know what y'all expecting, man. Hey yo, 2019 for me, we recap this, was a year as embracing and preparation. Year of learning and being present. Yeah. Um so the next episode, we're gonna give y'all our top ten. Albums of 2019 and Grammy knobs, and we're gonna talk about the Grammys. Um, hopefully, we're gonna have Chris here, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna talk about that. But one thing we got coming up is next week, we're gonna go see Sir in San Diego, you know what I'm saying? That's gonna be Liddy, that's yes, gonna be a lituation. I'm gonna go see Anita Baker December 20th. That's gonna be crazy. That ticker music. Bro. Um, I have a great opportunity to 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 rap at a at a, a service on December twenty fourth, yes, which sir. is dope, man. You know, just the way God made that happen, Bruh. Crazy, and it just showing me that God is like, yo, you're not done, Playboy. You're not. You've never been. You know. You know. You know. Sometimes you just deal with those thoughts, but God is just showing me like, yo, load management, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. No, that is the album. <laughs> That is the album. Low management. I like that. That's the album. I like that. Low management. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, yeah. So I'm 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 having a good time, man. 2019 has been fun for me, man. Hope it's been fun for you. And uh, you know, just embrace it, ladies and gentlemen. Embrace this 2019. Don't forget it and let it set you up for 2020. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So we probably gonna see y'all in January. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yo, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, yo. Merry Christmas, <laughs> Happy New Year. We probably we, we look. We could get together and do another episode before then. We will. Uh, but if not, Happy Merry Christmas, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Be safe. Don't be doing anything crazy. Nothing shenanigans. Hey, yo, before we get up out of here, R.I.P. to the young man that died in the police shootout in Florida. That's the crazy, UPS man. driver. That was like a freaking movie. 
wow, that was crazy. I didn't even see it, but I heard about it, bro. Bruh, it was wild. Um, yeah, and yo, write down your goals, pray over them, um, put, get, put together a plan, and make sure that 2020 will be a year of you executing all everything that you write down. It don't have to be a New Year's resolution. Just write goals down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and just and just get there. Don't be afraid to live and enjoy life. You feel what I'm saying? Hey, we love the Lord around here. Hey, let's go deeper in that thing. You know what I'm saying? Let's get deeper. And you know, if any Kanye West shenanigans pop up, your boys will pop up and talk about it. Yeah. But hey, ain't nothing been really going down that I really need us to discuss. So, man, God bless him and everybody else. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, Jesus is the King Part 2 supposed to be who? Dre and Ye. We'll Let's see. see if it comes out. We'll <laughs> Let's see. see if it comes out. We'll see. Hey, and then uh, what else is popping? Lamar Jackson is killing the league. Who going to win the Super Bowl? We don't know. We'll get there in January. You know what I'm saying? Anything else we need to cover before we leave out of 2019, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, go listen to Moonchild. And if anybody got a problem and don't like the album, see me outside the bank. It's, the it's on album. trust. It's a perfect album. It's a perfect album. You know what I'm saying? But see me outside the bank. Trust. You know what I'm saying? What else? What else we going to get to people before we get up out of here? Nah, I, man, we covered it. We covered everything Yo, this else? was a therapy session, yo, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? 2019 was therapy. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, on the real though, we love y'all, man. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Yes, Truly, tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend to listen to it. 2020, we're going to try to give y'all some video, man. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Let's try to give some people some video yeah, in 2020. Yeah, we just got a game plan. Yeah, we got a game plan. I got me a little camera here. I got to get you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look. Uh, look, we will give y'all a review, a review. Let's do that. Next time, if we do record, we'll give you a review of the concerts that we've been to. Yeah, because it's been, been a pretty healthy year. Yeah, we'll give you some, you know, the, the review of the concerts. Um, and as we're going to leave y'all like we always leave y'all, but before we leave y'all, I want to say this, and I mean what I say. P.J. Morton is the king of R&B. King of R&B. P.J. Morton is the king of R&B. King of R&B. I said what I said, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to tell my kids that. <laughs> All right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Dig that. But look, we out. Look. God never told us to figure him out. He just told us to trust him. We out. Peace.